Hello, and thank you for joining the Chick in a Bag podcast. My name is Ty Johnson, and we are continuing on with the ABCs of getting out of the bag. Today, we're going to continue with the letter B. B for bitterness. B for bitterness. Now, bitterness is one of those things that a lot of people don't want to admit they experience or that um, they may be suffering with. But bitterness is a sneaky culprit that is designed to choke the life, the purpose, and the vitality out of us. It keeps us from experiencing the fullness and the totality of what it is that God has destined for us to experience in this world and in this life. Also, the danger of bitterness is that it doesn't just affect the one that is harboring the bitterness, but it also affects others as well. It can literally cause havoc, pain, and destruction in the lives of all that we have influence over if we do not deal with bitterness at its very root and uprooted. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 12 and 15, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Again, bitterness destroys. If you look at our current state of situations here in the U.S., there's a lot of bitterness that is being harbored and a lot of um, fruit of bitterness that are, that are coming forth. The fruit of bitterness are rage, anger, um, all sorts of things that keep one in a bout of offense. So it's imperative that even us here today, we can see um, bitterness trying to divide our nation, bitterness trying to divide people, even in the church. It is our responsibility, therefore, to not allow bitterness to take root in our lives. Don't let bitterness take root because that bitterness can pervert the purpose and the plan of God, even in this season. Whether it be due to the COVID uh, pandemic right now, where so many people have lost loved ones, have lost livelihood, we still can't allow bitterness to come in and to just wreak havoc in what is remaining. Nor can we allow bitterness to come in and to wreak destruction amongst us as a people due to racial injustice or any other thing that we are seeing in this hour. It's horrible. It's painful. It's devastating. But even more devastating will be the result of us allowing bitterness to take root in our life. Bitterness can overthrow the things that we need to be doing in this hour like the peaceful protests and like voting. Bitterness will cause us to go into chaos and to wreak havoc completely contrary to what the word of God and the will of God is for our lives. We must calm ourselves. We must look at God. Look up into him. Look up into his word. Look up into what it is that he has destined for us in this hour and not allow bitterness 
to take root in our lives. Offense will come in this life. How we handle it will determine God's ability to move freely in our life. Remember, God does not restrain us to not do. We we have a free will. However, in order for God's will to flow freely in our lives, we must surrender our will. And in surrendering our will, we surrender our offense. We surrender bitterness. We say, not my will, but thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. The scripture says at the beginning of Hebrews 12 and 15, looking diligently. What does that mean? We must be actively deliberate about this. We must be deliberately looking because if we are not taking care that offense and bitterness doesn't take root in us, we will fail of the grace of God. God has given us provision by his grace. His grace is the empowerment to do his will. That's what grace stands for. When someone is graced for something, it means they have been empowered to do it. It means that they are gifted for it. What is a gift? It is something given unto us. And grace is a gift given unto us to fulfill the purposes, the plans, and the will of God for our life and for this world. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for the grace that I'm able to take upon me and not allow bitterness to take root in my life. The Bible says we must be diligent about this. We must be diligent, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Meaning that even though God is giving you the grace, you can fail by not receiving the grace to overcome the offense, to overcome the bitterness. God has given us provision through his grace to not allow bitterness to choke out purpose in our life. It's very easy to fail of his grace. If we're not deliberate to not allow bitterness to take root. Look at that bitterness taking root. That means that bitterness is a seed. Bitterness is a seed and it's sown into our lives after offense, after we've been offended by something, after we feel wronged by someone or something. That is when bitterness, the seed of bitterness, can take root. A seed is hidden. Remember that. A seed is hidden. You don't see a seed. You see it in your hand, but once the seed is sown, it is hidden. It's buried. So it's not necessarily seen initially. It kind of grows underneath the surface. And that's what we have to check in our lives. We don't allow things to grow underneath the surface. They begin to collect all of the offenses and all the reasons why and all trying to build up a case against releasing it and letting it go. Instead, it now that seed takes root. The seed is hidden. It's buried below the surface and no one can see it readily. But if that seed is nurtured by us holding on to the offense, It can and it will spring up. It can and it will spring up. The bitter roots are weeds in our garden. What is our garden? Our garden is the harvest of life that God has purposed for us to experience, to enjoy, to to be able to just 
have all that he has promised. It's his promises. If we allow bitterness to take root, they are the weeds that spring up and choke the life out of the promises that are readily available to us. Because instead of enjoying the harvest, we are fighting off the weeds. The weeds, literally, we we're not fighting them because remember, weeds they spring up, they they come after the after the crop is there. The weeds they come up and they try and choke it, but they were always there. They were underneath the ground, buried. Jesus, every buried seed of bitterness in your life. I pray now that the spirit of the Lord and the grace that has been given to us will take it out so that it cannot spring up and destroy what God has promised you. Jesus. Bitterness cannot destroy what God has promised you. That's why we must release it. We must release it. Don't allow those roots to choke out your harvest, the things that God has planned for your life. You see, bitterness births anger. Bitterness births anger. It makes you angry. It makes you offended at people. It makes you retaliate. And when you're angry, you're not acting out of a place of love and an abundance of love. And it's love that conquers all things. So therefore, when you move in anger, you're moving in failure already. You're already predisposed to failure. And that's why the word of God said, lease that bitter root spring up and defile many, not just many as in many people, but the many plans that God has for your life. Jesus, the many plans that God has for you, the many blessings, the many breakthroughs, the many advances, the many, oh my God, promotions. When we allow bitterness to spring up and we allow bitterness to birth anger in our life, not even to mention the many souls that are hanging in the balance and depending on us to walk in love, depending on us to forgive so that we can get all that God has for us and move forward in the purposes and the plans of God for our life. Bitterness will destroy you those you love, and those attached to you. Bitterness robs you of your joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So if you don't have strength, how can you fight the battles of life? Bitterness takes your joy away. So instead of you being excited about things, you're you're babying and, and, and holding that bitterness and pacifying that bitterness. And instead of enjoying the day that the Lord has made, the Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. You can't rejoice in the day. So you lose a whole day because you're still bitter. You can't go to certain places because you're still bitter. You can't talk to certain people because you're still bitter. Your connections, your breakthroughs, and all of those things are assigned in places that bitterness will not allow you to venture into. Bitterness is a distraction. 
It is a distraction to keep you and to knock you off course from what it is that God has predestined for your life. It is designed to keep you from moving forward because if you house bitterness, it will zap out your strength. It will make you uh, isolate yourself from people and opportunities. It's a distraction to get you off task. Ultimately, bitterness literally kills. If you don't allow the grace of God to remove it from your life, it will kill the vision. It will kill purpose. It can destroy families. It can destroy businesses. It can destroy everything that God has predestined and ordained for you to experience full of life and joy in this life. If you allow bitterness to take root, it can literally destroy and kill. How do we overcome bitterness? You see, most of us are offended. Um, you know, bitterness comes from offense because we feel as if someone has wronged us or someone has done something to us or something has caused uh, this separation of us from what we deserve in life. So how do we get rid of bitterness? First of all, we need to recognize that we need to stop looking at things from our perspective and look at them from the perspective of Almighty God. We are in a war and this war goes beyond us. It's not just a war on our souls and a war for our possession, but it's a war for the will of God being established in the earth as it is in heaven. The Bible tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. If you look at Ephesians 6, we're going to go 6, 10 to 13. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. You see, when a person offends you, it is not that person per se. It is the spirit that is in operation behind that person. When an institute an institution offends you. It is the spirit or the principality behind that institution. If we look at what's going on in our country today, there is an institutional establishment fallacy that is going on. So therefore, we wrestle not against a person. We wrestle not against people. We wrestle against, against that principality. We, when someone does something to hurt you, remember the enemy is out to kill, steal, and destroy you. So he will use anyone that he can to break you down, to cause you to be bitter, and to cause you to move in offense. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Always look at the spirit behind the person. Always look at the principality behind the institution or the establishment. Always look behind it. What is behind it? That's why you have to look at what is behind you. Know that you must have the spirit of God in you, behind you, surrounding you, so that you will have on the whole armor of God and you will be able to stand against the wiles of the evil one. It's very important. 
put on the whole armor of God. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Remember, it's not about you. It's about your purpose and the will of God being established in the world. There are people's destinies tied to you being who God has called you to be. And you cannot be that if bitterness has taken root in your life. Secondly, forgive. This is much easier said than done, but it's extremely necessary. You see, bitterness is a slow burn. This slow burn grows stronger the longer you hold on to it. Release it by forgiving. When we forgive, we give it away and we receive peace of mind. Ask God for the grace to forgive. Just ask him, Father, give me the grace to forgive. Hallelujah. Give me the grace to forgive the unforgivable. This frees you before it frees the one or the situation that offended you in the first place. Ask God to give you the grace to forgive. Hallelujah. And thirdly, know that what God allows to take place in your life will always produce his best for you and the kingdom, even if it's a tragedy. You don't believe me? Look at Jesus. Jesus went to the cross, crucified. In that moment, that looked like a tragedy. He had come in as the Messiah. The people were hailing him as a Messiah, the one to come and save us all. In the moment of crucifixion, it looked as if all hope was lost. It looked at how could this possibly be? This is the greatest tragedy of our people ever. But God had a plan that the death of Christ and his resurrection would now unite all of us. Hallelujah. It would unite all of us. What if bitterness could have taken root in some and they just got bitter about it and said that this wasn't real and everything that they saw, it wasn't real. And it caused them to be blind to receive the salvation of the Lord. The Bible even says how some walked away. They It was only 120 left in the upper room. Don't let bitterness make you miss out on your miracle. Don't let bitterness make you miss out on your touch from heaven. Don't let bitterness make you miss out on the fullness of the promises of God. Remember, in the end, we win when we don't allow bitterness to take root. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We release it all to you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Lord, I just thank you for your sons and your daughters on the line on on this um, podcast today. I thank you, Lord, that you will continue to keep, bless, and Father, dispel every root of bitterness in their life so that they may receive and be a part of the fullness of what you've planned for them. We come against every adversary that comes against their destiny, that comes against their purpose. We come against every spiritual principality that is fighting against them, that is sowing offense and sowing discard. Lord, we come against it in the name of Jesus. Even in our country today, we come against the spirit of offense, oh God. We come against it. We come against bitterness in the name of Jesus that we may be free to live according to your purpose and your plans for our lives. We appreciate you, oh God, and we thank you that you've heard our prayers in Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank you so much for joining in the podcast. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for spreading the word. Continue to be encouraged and know that. Bitterness is a bag to destroy, to kill, and to steal the joy of the Lord. Be sure to stay out of this bag. In Jesus' name, I love you. I appreciate you. See you next time. Bye-bye.